0: At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was, but he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus. Come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Growing up in my own household, my father was a lover of planting trees, and my favorite tree, to be honest, is the sycamore tree, and that is the one that we see in today's gospel, and I once mentioned that to a friend in seminary, and he asked, is that because of Zacchaeus? And I was like, what? He's like, you know, because you're short like him. And I was like, thanks, man. And that is a reality that I become even more painfully aware of here in Fort Laramie to where, well, pretty much everyone dwarfs me. And it is a great gift in that, that way, in and, and numerous ways. But I think that detail of the sycamore tree gives us an insight into the nature of today's gospel because it's really in the details that we gain and we begin to obtain the nature of what Jesus is really like. We hear about this man named Zacchaeus, who is short. He's unable to see past the crowd, and so he has to improvise. And we can admire His perseverance. For he does not allow the sort of hindrances put in his way to keep him from trying to find out who Jesus is. He was seeking to see who Jesus was. We hear this. He's probably heard many stories about this man, and who knows what's drawing him to Jesus? Is it the story of the miracles? Is it stories of some sort of great power that he has? Or perhaps is there a bit of hope that has been kindled in Zacchaeus' heart, having heard that Jesus has associated with tax collectors and spoken positively even of them? Because in today's gospel, we can identify with why people may have grumbled. How many of us here like the IRS and the fact that we have to pay taxes? Zacchaeus is a chief tax collector. He's not just a tax collector. He is a chief tax collector. And so, not just a letter showing up at your door, but instead, if you were behind or if you weren't paying your taxes, this was the man that showed up at your door to make sure you were paying your fair share and or perhaps unfair share. And so we can understand that whenever Jesus welcomes and wants to be welcomed by this man, we can perhaps identify with the crowd as they grumble against him. Lord, do you know what he's taken from me? Do you know what he's taken from my family? Do you know what he's done to us? And so we can identify with both Zacchaeus as well, because yes, we can identify with the people grumbling, but each of us in our own way can probably identify with Zacchaeus as well. How many of us feel hindered by life itself from seeking Jesus? The many responsibilities that lay upon us as parents, coaches, teachers, so on and so forth, the many responsibilities you all have. How many of us feel hindered by perhaps just life itself? That everything kind of seems to get get taken away and we're unable to see him, though we desire to see him at work in our lives. But yet, there is great hope in today's gospel too because, well, again, it's all found in the details. We get a clear sign that Jesus is God from the fact that he has never met Zacchaeus before. They have never met each other and yet, as he's passing by the sycamore tree, he looks up and calls him by name. See, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. Luke's gospel is one that is defined by Jesus as the good shepherd. And like the good shepherd, he calls each of them by name. And even this man, a tax collector, Zacchaeus, the power that is in the name, that Jesus knows each and every one of you knows me by name. That he calls this man and asks him to come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And these are words that our Lord says to each and every one of us at each and every Mass. In fact, he says it often to us each and every day. He asks to stay at our house. Yes, he does ask to, to dwell within our homes, but even more intimately, he desires to dwell within your heart. He desires to be welcomed in, for we hear in Revelation that he stands at the door and knocks. He stands at the door of your heart and knocks, asking for entrance, asking to be welcomed in, and we are asked then in kind to respond. Today he knocks at the door of your heart, of my heart, of our hearts, asking to be let in, asking to be let in to no matter what the status of our heart is. For each of us, and I think that's the beautiful thing about today's gospel too, found in the details, that after having that encounter, that he desires to have that intimate encounter with you, Jesus has been waiting in that tabernacle for 2,000 years to converse with you, to talk with you, to be present in your life. All he asks is to be welcomed in, no matter the status of your heart. He wants us to bring our hearts with their brokenness, their shortcomings, their gifts, their talents, the unique gift that each of you are to him. He desires for you to be put on this altar here at Mass so that he can show you who you truly are, which is a beloved son or daughter, beloved chosen by him as we hear in today's gospel, or in today's first reading. We hear that each of us belong to him, that everything that is belongs to him and has come from him and goes back to him. You are his, you are, and you belong to him. But he does not overcome our freedom. But instead, he he asks us and asks by permission for us to enter into our hearts so that he can heal the brokenness within us. For each of us have it. And that is okay. The message of divine mercy, the message of the sacred heart, is that the Lord desires to heal our hearts. In whatever ways they may be broken, broken by loss, broken by grief, broken by whatever it may be for you, that he desires to be welcomed in so that over time, and it does take time, it's not an instantaneous thing. Over time, he can heal each of our hearts, each of our brokenness, and he will heal that brokenness. And I think the beauty of him healing each of our brokenness can then be found in what happens afterwards. And this condensed story about Zacchaeus, unlike him, it does take time for us to be healed. But then his response, whenever Jesus asked to be welcomed into his house, is also instructive for us and shows us the power of the gospel to transform the entirety of our lives. Zacchaeus says to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And having his relationship with Jesus healed, and having his relationship with God his Father healed, he also then seeks to heal the relationship with those around him, those he has wronged, those he has hurt. He heals those around us. In the same way, Jesus, in being welcomed into our hearts and being welcomed into our inner room, then also seeks to heal our human relationships. He seeks to heal our relationship with our spouse if it's suffered any sort of hurt, He seeks to heal our relationship with our children, our parents, grandparents, grandchildren. And writing our relationship with God, our Father, and writing our relationship with Jesus Christ, we can then proceed to write our human relationships to help make them better. This is the promise of the gospel. This is the promise of Jesus Christ. He doesn't just heal us, but he also helps to heal us so that he can heal our human relationships and any small or big breaks we may have in them. In this way, we see the power of the gospel to transform not just individuals, but families and communities. This is God's power at work in our hearts. And it is a work that we've probably all seen in different ways throughout our lives. The power of the confessional to restore us to the grace of God, the power of the mass to bring grace into our lives so that we can be strengthened to follow Jesus more closely day by day. And it's found in little things. God delights in your little efforts to follow him. In your effort to get here to mass on Sunday, in your little efforts to throw up prayers throughout your day, and all the little things of your life that you try to give over to him, he delights in, he smiles at, and he can do much with. So take heart. The Lord is calling each of us as he calls Zacchaeus in today's gospel. He desires to heal each of us. He desires to make each of us whole, to restore to us the joy that it was ours, and that is ours by nature our baptism and being sons and daughters of his and being held closely in hand. So today, here at this Mass, recognize that the Lord calls each of us to welcome him into our hearts. Allow him in so that he might heal your hearts and restore to you a peace and a joy that the world cannot give.